welcome to Women's Health, Wisdom, and Wine, a weekly conversation with practitioners, providers, patients, and healers about complex reproductive medicine and women's health challenges, the value of an integrative approach to these challenges, many of the women's health topics you're already thinking about but uncomfortable talking about, and my personal favorite, wine. I'm your host, Dr. Lorena White, an integrative reproductive medicine and women's health provider, licensed acupuncturist, clinical herbalist, and a former labor support doula in the Washington, D.C. metro area. My goal is to bring women's health-specific evidence and expertise to the forefront of daily women's health and wellness news through informative conversations. If you have ideas, questions, and specific topics that you would like us to cover in future podcast episodes, please leave them in the comment section or send us an email at info at To learn more about our team's approach to care, visit our website at www.larenawhite.com. As you enjoy the podcast, conversations, and wine time, remember to follow the podcast, leave a five-star rating, and tap on the bell to make sure you never miss an episode. Let us know what is your favorite topic, who has been your favorite guest, and who would you like to hear from on the next pod. Most importantly, share the podcast and your favorite episode with a friend or colleague. Lastly, remember that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for a bona fide relationship with a licensed or certified healthcare professional. So, have you heard the one about the male frog that ended up with female anatomy? No, this is not the setup for a joke. It's actually what happened to the frog when it was exposed to atrazine, an herbicide that's also found in our tap water. Atrazine and other pesticides belong to a class of chemicals called endocrine disruptors. These chemicals can mimic or throw off the regular functioning of the hormone system, causing a wide range of health problems, and they're in thousands of consumer and industrial products. So what are endocrine disruptors? The endocrine system is a network of signaling molecules called hormones, hormone-producing glands, and hormone receptors critical to many of the body's core functions like growth and development, reproduction, metabolism, sleep, and stress and immune response. Endocrine disruptors are natural or synthetic chemicals that can disrupt the hormone system in many ways. Increasing the production of some hormones, decreasing the production of others, and interfering with their signaling, which can result in health problems. These harms include reproductive issues like changes to fertility, early puberty, and risk of low birth weight, obesity, diabetes, immune system impacts, cardiovascular and respiratory problems, some types of cancer, and neurological and behavioral problems. The developing fetus, infants and children, are especially vulnerable since their physiological systems are still developing. So how are we exposed? You may have heard of some, but not all of these chemicals, which I'm about to mention. Some of the more familiar are pesticides and the toxic forever chemicals known as PFAS. It's virtually impossible to avoid being exposed to these substances. They're in almost everything we encounter every day, many times a day, from our cosmetics, tap water, dust, furniture, cookware, clothing, food like fruit and vegetables that have residues of pesticides on them, food storage containers, and even packaging. And for some of these chemicals, they can be detected in the blood or urine of nearly everyone. 
Some of the chemicals that interfere with the hormonal system are pesticides. Many affect the hormonal system, including atrazine and organophosphate pesticides, phthalates, parabens, perchlorate, heavy metals, PFAS as a class, BPA and BPA alternatives, and some UVA filters used in sunscreens, such as oxybenzone, may affect the hormonal system. So what effect is happening on the environment? The impact of endocrine disruptors on some wildlife is even clearer than it is with people. One way these chemicals have been shown to harm animals is the thinning of birds' eggs and lower birth rate as a result after they've been exposed to the pesticide DDT. We've also seen reproductive abnormalities such as male genitalia and female marine mollusks exposed to ship paint containing an endocrine disrupting chemical. While it's the responsibility of the government, not individuals, to make sure we are protected from toxic endocrine disrupting chemicals, one of the difficulties we face with endocrine disruptors is the sheer variety of products they're found in. Almost everywhere you turn, there's another endocrine disruptor which makes them very very hard to regulate. It also means they fall under the purview of multiple agencies, the Food and Drug Administration, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Department of Agriculture, and the Defense Department. This complicates attempts to regulate the chemicals, but the good news is some agencies are already acting to reduce our exposure to specific endocrine disruptors. So how do we minimize our individual exposure? While the government moves slowly to regulate and ban harmful hormone disruptors, here are some ways you can protect yourself and your family. At home, choose clothing, carpeting, furniture, and curtains without stain and water-resistant finishes or fire-retardant treatments. Avoid anything made of vinyl, like flooring, which almost certainly contains phthalates. And phthalates is a really kind of weird spelled word, but it's spelled P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S, phthalates. Dust and vacuum frequently. Using a HEPA filter when possible, as this will help you lower your exposure to phthalates and PFAS in addition to lead. Food and cooking. In terms of food and cooking, you can reduce your exposure to toxic pesticide residues. So first, let's look at the Dirty Dozen. There are 12 foods that need to be bought organically in order to avoid exposure to harmful pesticides. You ready for the list? Here we go. I know some of your favorites are up here. Strawberries, spinach, kale, collard, and mustard greens, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, cherries, peaches, pears, celery, and tomatoes. Also note that a small amount of sweet corn, papaya, and summer squash sold in the United States is produced from genetically modified seeds. Buy organic varieties of these crops if you want to avoid genetically modified produce. So as you can see, there are ways to help reduce your exposure to toxic pesticides. And again, when possible, buy these varieties in their organic form. In addition, you can eat less meat and dairy, which can contain accumulated chemicals. Eat fresh rather than processed or canned food whenever possible. Filter your water. The right filter for your water can help remove harmful contaminants 
including the endocrine disruptors, PFAS, and pesticides. Make sure you know where your water comes from and how it's being treated. For many reasons, bottled water is not the best solution under almost all circumstances. Steer clear of plastic wrap and canned foods and never heat food in a microwave using plastic containers. Use glass in the microwave and stainless steel for storage. Avoid shatterproof plastic, PC7, which can contain BPA, and flexible vinyl, PVC3, which contains phthalates. And avoid takeout containers for the same reason. Try not to use nonstick cookware, utensils, and other objects in the kitchen. Look for cast iron, stainless steel, glass, and wood instead. In terms of consumer and personal care products, choose plas- instead of plastic toys and dolls, choose wood toys and cotton or other natural fiber for dolls. Read product labels and avoid those that list a mystery blend of chemicals simply called fragrance. Phthalates can be found in personal care products, but also in cleaning products, diapers, and other common consumer items. Phthalates aren't always listed on the ingredient label, so be sure to explore a little bit more to find safer products made without endocrine-disrupting chemicals. In terms of sunscreen, choose a safer sunscreen and avoid sunscreens with oxybenzone listed as the active ingredient. So as we talked about the different types of endocrine disruptors, I want to go a little bit more in detail about these eight hormone-altering chemicals and how to avoid them. The herbicide that caused the dramatic change that we talked about in that frog early on was atrazine, one of the large handful of harmful endocrine disruptors that can also cause health problems in human beings. Again, these substances can be found in food, water, and many consumer products, and they interfere with the hormone system and can cause nervous system damage, cancer, and other harms. So, as we said before, it's difficult to avoid exposure to these toxic chemicals, but it's not impossible. In terms of pesticides, pesticides affect, again, the hormonal system, including atrazine and organophosphate pesticides. They're used for discouraging weeds and pests on non-organic crops, preventing fungus, and drying crops to speed the harvesting process. They harm us because they're associated with impacts on fertility and birth outcomes, nervous system damage, cancer, and other health harms. Buy organic when you can because it contains less pesticide residue. In terms of phthalates, phthalates are making plastic are designed to make plastic more flexible and as a stabilizer and fragrance to extend the scent. They harm us because they're associated with problems of the reproductive and respiratory systems, liver and kidney, and normal human development. So what can you do? Dust and vacuum frequently with a HEPA filter when possible to lower the risk of exposure. Again, avoid anything made of vinyl, especially flooring, because that certainly contains phthalates and flexible vinyl, PBC3, and any mystery ingredient called fragrance in some of the products that we use on a day-to-day basis, typically personal care products and cleaners. Parabens. Parabens are artificially used to preserve many foods and personal care products like cosmetics. They harm us by disrupting hormones in the body, 
again, harming fertility and reproductive organs, affecting birth outcomes, and raising the risk of cancer. Read labels carefully to make sure you avoid ingredients whose names include parabens like butyl and propylparaben. Perchlorate. Perchlorate is used for rocket propellants, munitions, fireworks, airbags and vehicles, matches and signal flares. It builds up in soil so it can be found in food and water. It disrupts the thyroid system and reduces thyroid function. It's not easy to eliminate your exposure entirely, but certain kinds of filtration will help avoid it in your drinking water. Heavy metals are used in a wide variety of personal care items and cosmetic products such as lipstick, whitening toothpaste, eyeliner, and nail color. Some are added intentionally and others are just basic contaminants. They're also used for a variety of industrial uses and they accumulate in food and water. Some also occur naturally in the environment. Heavy metals can lead to a range of serious health harms, including harm to the brain, kidneys, and the developing fetus, as well as obesity and metabolic disruption. Monitor your consumption of foods known to contain heavy metals like rice and certain types of fish, plus baby and toddler foods like apple juice and baby food. PFAS. PFAS is not a particular toxin or endocrine disruptor, but a class of endocrine disruptors. And they're used for making products resistant to heat, oil, stains, grease, and water. It's also an ingredient in firefighting foam. PFAS have been shown to cause birth defects, harm to the liver, lower fertility, high cholesterol, obesity, hormone suppression, and other reproductive and developmental issues and cancer. Studies suggest they also reduce vaccine efficacy. What you can do? Just avoid stain and water-resistant treatments on clothing, bedding, and curtains. Steer clear of non-stick utensils, cookware, and other objects in the kitchen, and look for cast iron, stainless steel, glass, and wood instead. BPA and BPA alternatives. They're used in some canned foods from which they migrate into food. Phenol A or BPA can also be found in thermal paper used for receipts, sport water bottles from before 2012, and baby bottles, sippy cups from before 2011, and pacifiers. BPA and its substitutes can cause learning and behavioral problems, infertility, brain, nervous system, and heart abnormalities, diabetes, obesity, changes to the DNA, cancer, and other serious disorders. Eat fresh foods instead of canned. Steer clear of plastic wrap and canned foods. And again, never heat food in the microwave using plastic containers. Use glass in the microwave and stainless steel for storage. And avoid shatterproof plastic, PC7, which can contain BPA. Avoid takeout containers for the same reason. And just say no to most receipts, which are made of BPA-containing thermal paper. I bet you didn't know that. Oxybenzone. Oxybenzone is used for ultraviolet or UVA filters like sunscreen and other products with sunscreen protection factor or SPF to protect against sunburn and other sun damaging effects caused by excess sun exposure. Studies by FDA scientists show many UVA filters can be absorbed into the body after a single sunscreen application with higher levels detected in those that are reapplied. 
Oxybenzone can interfere with the endocrine system at the cellular level, and studies show associations between exposure during pregnancy and birth outcomes and birth weights, plus increased risk of breast cancer and endometriosis in exposed adults. Sunscreens are intended to be used every day for a lifetime, so it's essential they be safe and effective. Only two sunscreen ingredients on the market in the U.S. currently qualify, zinc oxide and titanium oxide. And the Environmental Working Group's best scoring sunscreens contain these active ingredients. Study the ingredients label of sunscreen and other SPF products and avoid any whose active ingredients include oxybenzone. Individuals shouldn't have to shop their way out of the problem of toxic chemicals in their food and water and the products that they use every day. It is up to the government to step in and regulate them or ban them. But in the meantime, we have to be responsible, informed, and engaged consumers. Which brings us to this, chemicals found in menstrual and genital care products. Menstrual care products may be an important source of exposure to endocrine disrupting chemicals or EDCs. Endocrine disruptors interfere again with the normal function of the hormone system and can contribute to an array of negative health impacts. Many of the chemicals that we've talked about have been found in reproductive health products such as pads, tampons, and menstrual cups. And these include phthalates, parabens, and bosphenol A. The skin surrounding the genital area, including the vulva and the vaginal mucosa, is thin and more permeable than skin covering the rest of the body, which makes the results of certain studies particularly concerning. Researchers from one of the studies estimated the exposure to EDCs from menstrual products is at least 10 times higher than the estimated absorption rates through skin elsewhere in the body. In the first study, they detected two dozen endocrine-disrupting chemicals in the 77 different products analyzed, of which 43 were menstrual care products. These products included menstrual care products, including pads, panty liners, and tampons, in which they found a range of phthalates, parabens, bosphenols, and triclocarbon. The phthalates were detected in the study, and they were in 98% of the menstrual pads, and 86 were found in other genital care products. Phthalates are a group of plasticizer chemicals found in many consumer goods, and again, personal care products, and associated with reproductive toxicity, endometriosis, early onset puberty, and ovulation disorders. The phthalates found in pads, panty liners, and tampons may come from adhesives, adhesives, polypropylene, and polyethylene materials that may have been used in the manufacturing process or fragrance ingredients added to the products. Parabens, commonly used as preservatives in personal care products, are detected in the highest concentrations in bactericidal creams and solutions. Studies suggest that parabens can disrupt hormones, harm fertility, and reproductive organs, affect birth outcomes, and increase the risk of cancer. Given the widespread, frequent, and long-term use of menstrual care products and the increased risk of exposure, more research is needed to highlight the chemicals of concern they commonly contain. It's very important, again, that we start reading labels. And I know it's another step that we have to take when we're trying to make sure what we put on our hair, what we put on our body, what we use during that our menstrual cycles and that time of the month. But again, 
It's not the government's responsibility to protect us. It's time that we become engaged and protect ourselves and demand change. So until the ingredients in menstrual and genital care products are appropriate labeled, it will be nearly impossible for us as consumers to find products that do not expose us to potentially harmful chemicals. So in order for us to enact change, we need to make change and really work on making informed decisions in all the aspects of our daily lives. Thanks for joining Women's Health Wisdom and Wine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Think about one gem you can take away from this episode and apply it to your own life. Also, remember to follow us, review us, and give us five stars. Till we meet again, remember, nourish your flourish.